360 with Katie Wolf. Join the conversation with Katie Wolf. You are our eyes and ears in the territory. Mix 104.9. Matt Hepworth with you this morning. Tomorrow is Close the Gap Day. It's held on the third Tuesday in March each year and is all about embracing value health equality as a fundamental right for all. Here in the Territory, well, joining me on the line now, I should say, is a bloke who's just qualified as an Aboriginal health practitioner in mental health at the Top End Health Service. Uh, It's Ilya Jacobs, a man I I know well from, uh, from Hillsong on a Sunday evening. Ilya, good morning. Hey, how you going, Matty? Good, mate. Good to uh, chat to you on the radio and uh, not with a coffee at hand at church on a Sunday morning, mate. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'm a little bit nervous, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> mate, it's all right. It's just, it's you and me. There's absolutely no one else listening, I promise. Maybe, maybe just a few. <laughs> um, Ilya, I, I saw this uh, on, on Facebook the other week. Um, you've recently graduated as the uh, first Aboriginal health practitioner in the mental health forensic team at the Top End Mental Health Service. Um, and first of all, congratulations. Can you tell us a little bit about your new role? Uh, I I've got to get it clear. Um, I just got my registration uh, on Feb- in February as an Aboriginal health practitioner. Yeah. I am still holding a position as an Aboriginal mental health worker. Yeah. But uh, that's changing soon. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the position's got to change over. So, um, yeah. That's... <laughs> <laughs> How important is it, though? I mean, we talk about this qualification that you, you know you've received as the the first you know Aboriginal health practitioner that you know soon be in the mental health forensic team. Yes. I mean, how important is it for you, uh, you know, as an Aboriginal man uh, working in this area with other Aboriginal people? Yeah, I, I tell you what, mate. Um, firstly, I'm so excited about it. Um, I, 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 I'm so happy to be in this role mm. because. Mental health, mate, it's, you know, I've been in this role as an Aboriginal mental health worker for the last two years with the forensic team and um, just being a part of that and and helping people to get on track and get well, um, it really gives me great joy, mate, and and a feeling of pride when um, I'm able to be a part of that that treating process Mm -hmm. and and, and making sure that uh, Indigenous Indigenous culture, uh, obligation, and uh, upbringing is always considered in in in, in uh, treatment and assess, assessing and reviews. So um, I'm I'm so happy to be in this role. And now, as coming into being a practitioner myself, um, yeah, it's really good. It's a good feeling, eh? You mentioned you've only been, um, you know, in this role for the last couple of years. What made you decide to get into this line of work? Well, prior prior to coming into the forensic team, I was doing uh, I was a security officer at a mental health facility. Mm. I, I was in there for about five years, and um, and I, I guess when the new manager came in, um, she seen some qualities in me with how I how I I guess communicated and worked with the indigenous clients that was there. And um, she encouraged me to apply for the Aboriginal mental health position that was then uh, it was available at that time. Um, and I applied for it and I won it, you know. So um, 
yeah, that's how I got into this. <laughs> <laughs> was there a bit of like study or training involved to get from that transition of, you know, being security on the front door to now working inside the building? Oh, I'll I tell you what, um, I, I got a background in uh, youth work, so I've, I've worked in uh, territory and families and mm-hmm. um, uh, I worked with Mission Australia as a, as a youth worker as well and I, I, I gained some skills and uh, worked with some uh, mental health clients back then, uh, which helped me and got me over the line into the role that I won, you know, um, but as a practitioner, um, I went to bachelor and did a two-year study down there to uh, achieve that one. Mm. You've obviously, as you mentioned, you, you know, you've been a youth worker and you've been, you know, working in, in this space um, for a long time now, 20 years I've got here. Um, how do you think we're, we're getting better um, in, in addressing the stigma around mental health? I mean, you know, 20 years ago, the words mental health is probably not even something that we would have, you know, spoken about on the radio. Do you think it's something the conversations that people are, are starting to find easier? Um, I, I think I think that... Um just within, like within my team and, and the space that I work in, um, especially the the doctors and the psychologists and the mental health nurses and mm-hmm. um, the, I guess that um, those guys they really uh, they consider the the, the cultural the, the cultural. Um, I guess cultural obligations in the way that they um, look at mental health within the indigenous mm-hmm. community. So just like with the medical, with the medical side of things, I see that um, um, it's it's more it's more seen, I guess, um, through the medical side. I, I guess uh, there's a lot of people that uh, they've experienced uh, mental health personally, or they know someone. Um, um, I guess there's a. I, I, I think, like even on Facebook, you know, people people are always sending things out um, mm. regarding mental health. I, I think it is something that is it's starting to be more knowing in the community. Mm. But it's it's really good when um, that when the the people that I work with um, accept cultural ways because you know. Indigenous mob are very spiritual, you know, and there's, mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that um, they believe that other people don't believe, you know. So um, I guess it's I, I'm coming more from um, the space that I work in and, and uh, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm kind of getting lost for words, mate. No, no, I, 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 can, I can see what you're saying. And, you know, from what you're saying, it sounds like the complexities um, about you know dealing with mental health um, issues within the indigenous community is so different and far more complex than what it is in our non-indigenous communities. Yeah, yeah. So, and and it's it's also um, the indigenous mob being able to sit down and and uh, talking to a doctor, you know, and um, and understanding what's been said. And, and understanding their treatment and uh, especially their diagnosis and um, it's, that all plays a big part, you know, them having the education around what's going on with them, you know. Mm-hmm. 
Well, mm. Ellie, you've done done the hard yards. You're, you know, you're on the inside there now as um, an Aboriginal health practitioner. What would you say to um, other Indigenous people listening this morning that want to pursue a career in this field? I, I, I would say that um, I, I would encourage them. I would encourage them to 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 do this training and because you know it starts with ourselves mate uh as the individual mm. you know that um where we can bring about change and um and when family mobs start seeing us uh really caring and, and making the effort to bring change you know then you develop that that role model and and you know and people want to I guess um, they look up to their leaders or they look up to the people that are doing good and want to help, you know, and hopefully that influences people to to want to do the same, yeah. I guess, yeah. So important, not just, um, you know, within the health space, but, um, yeah. you know, within some of the issues in our community that we talk about at the moment as well, whether it be youth crime, some of the stuff we've seen in Alice Springs, um, you know, it is so important to have these role models. Yeah, role models are very important, you know, um, to have that mentorship and the guidance and and someone to pull you up every now and again when you step out, you know, yeah. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. <laughs> we all need it. Well, um, Ilya Jacobs, mate, congratulations uh, once again on, on this new role that you've secured. It's, it's a wonderful achievement. Um, and uh, coffee's on me next time I see you at church, mate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, thanks, Matty, mate. I appreciate it. No worries. Thanks for having me. Good on you, Ilya. That's Ilya Jacobs there. He's uh, just qualified as an Aboriginal health practitioner uh, in mental health at the Top End Health Service there, and that transition that he was talking about in his career, amazing. He worked as a, a security guard on the outside there, and now he's in there um, helping Indigenous people, uh, you know, within that mental health space, and he spoke about those complexities of, of how different it is, whether that be language barriers, cultural barriers, and the, the delivery of those services and, and, and the complexities of it. So, uh, yeah, Big congratulations to Ilya there.